Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all for tuning in to the Mindset Makeover Podcast with me, your host, Amanda. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day, um, if you will. Today is February the 21st, 2022. Tomorrow is going to be 2-2-2-2-2. How magical do you think tomorrow is going to be? I don't know. I feel like even today with it being two two one two two it's still magical I don't know I'm excited for tomorrow I don't know what it is about you know the the double numbers like on 11 11 for instance like I don't care what you visualize that day it's gonna happen every year I try it out just for fun and it always happens from the first time I've ever tried to like quickly, instantly manifest something on 11-11. It always, always, always happens. And I'm super excited to try some stuff tomorrow. I don't know if you all are trying anything tomorrow, but if you are trying some different manifestation techniques tomorrow on 2-2-2-2-2, then let me know about it. I want to hear about it. Um, I have a lot of my coaching students that tell me, that have been telling me recently over the past, I would say six to eight months, that one of their favorite uh, manifestation techniques is the 369 method. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the 369 method. Maybe I will do a whole episode on a 369 method, but basically what it is, it, it is, it is narrowing down something you want to manifest into a sentence, like into an affirmation and then writing down that affirmation three times in the morning, six times in the middle of the day, and then nine times right before you go to bed. And it's one of the fastest ways to manifest what you desire. You just have to keep at it and not like obsess over it or stress about it. But it definitely is an effective manifestation technique for sure. I, I you know what? I'm going to write that down. I'm going to do the I'm going to do an episode on the 369 method because it works so well for so many of my students and also works really well for me. I noticed that it works really fast too. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to do an episode on it. But if you've never done it, look it up and try it tomorrow. You could try it anytime. It works anytime, but I feel like it's going to be magnified tomorrow. So I would definitely try that tomorrow. But anyway, enough with my introduction rants that I go on all the time. I'm feeling really good today. For one, I'm on like my second big cup of coffee for the day. Normally, I only have one cup of coffee in the morning, not a super large cup of coffee. I make the coffee, but Bella wanted McDonald's today, so I got an iced coffee and I'm almost finished it and I feel like I could take over the world I feel like I can I'm very energized and this is definitely like three times the amount of caffeine that I normally drink on a regular basis but anyway (laughs) 
I just needed some extra energy because the kids are on a second winter break. I don't know. I've never heard of that in my life, but they are out of school all this week. Today is, of course, President's Day, but they're out of school. So they were out the weekend. That's two days plus the five days plus two more days. That's nine days straight with Bella. Nine days uh, all day long. So, yeah, today we we ran some errands. We went to go get our nails done. She got her nails done for the first time. And she's like, Mommy, I want them to wash my feet. (laughs) I'm like, no pedicures today. We don't have time. I think my nail tech today, I didn't go to my normal place, but I really like my nails. I think she had, like, OCD, which I'm fine with her having OCD because my nails do look perfect and I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with that. But she definitely took like a super long time on them. So I had to get out of there. Maybe next time we'll get pedicures. But anyway, um, yeah, that's why I needed the coffee because I've had a long day. So we went to go get our nails done. We went to UPS. We went to the grocery store, got McDonald's, came back. She's taking a nap, a late nap, because right now it is 340 and she is napping and I am recording while I have some peace and quiet. So I tried to record this podcast yesterday. That did not work out because she was in the background the entire time and I just could not focus. So anyhow, yesterday though, yesterday, I went to my friend Dominique's event. She had a book release party for her journal called I Love You But, no, I'm sorry, she released a journal called I Miss You But Fuck You. And it's a self-love journal for after a breakup. It is an amazing journal. And she had an event for yesterday. She had a book signing slash book release slash party. Um, Very cute, very fancy, very, very chic, very cute. And I was a vendor, so I sold my manifestation candles there. There were several vendors there, a bunch of um, amazing African-American entrepreneurs there. And she had a panel. Um, So she did like a women and men panel to kind of ask some of the questions, some of the journal prompts, the journal prompt questions to, to the panel. And one of the things that um that one of the guys said they were basically Dominique wanted to know why do women feel the need to send paragraph long messages you know while they're going through a breakup why do they feel like they have to pour out all their emotions and why do men just say okay or why don't they respond at all and one of the guys said, well, you know what? I respond, but I respond like the next day or a couple of days later after I've calmed down. <clears throat> Sorry. After I've calmed down and I've gotten my thoughts together and I've really processed all the information and now I can speak from a more intelligent viewpoint. And I was like, wow, he gets it. He understands. And I've I always tell people that... And that's the point of this podcast. I always tell people that when you're angry, when you're really, really mad, you are not at your brightest. Okay, you you might be intelligent normally, but when you're angry, your IQ level drops 10 to 15 points. And for some people, 10 to 15 points off of their IQ 
literally puts them into an impaired mental state. So, okay, so I'll break it down for you, right? I wanted to make so much sense. <laughs> like, being angry makes you stupid. Like, anger creates stupidity. And if we really sit and think about it, anything done out of anger is typically not something we would have done had we not been angry. Like, we might have still done whatever it was. We may have still, you know, taken that step, but we would have done it in a different manner. Maybe our delivery would have been totally different. Maybe we wouldn't you know, have done it so negatively, but nothing typically done in anger is like a good idea. Typically, not always, you know, maybe some things are done. I don't know what I've never seen like a good expression of anger. I just haven't. And I, I've said it on this podcast several times that I have an anger problem. <laughs> like I have worked on it so much over the years. And I honestly could say that now, yes, I still do get angry. But for the most part, I breathe and I stop talking. Because a lot of things that I say when I'm too angry are so ridiculous. Like just stuff that I would never say if I wasn't angry. And sometimes it doesn't even come out right. When I'm angry, I typically don't say the meanest things. I just think like the worst case scenario about people when I'm angry. Like it's ridiculous. But okay, back to what I was saying. 10 to 15 points can knock some people out of, you know, an average intelligence IQ level. Like it could knock you down. So let's just say, so the average, an average intelligence IQ score is between 90 to 110, right? So let's just say you were on the lower end of that scale for average intelligence. Let's just say you were at 90, right? And then you get angry and it drops 15 points. You have 15 points knocked off of that 90. So now we're at 75. And cognitively impaired or mentally impaired mental retardation falls between 70 and 79. So you've now gone from an average thinking person with average intelligence down to a cognitively impaired individual. You are technically retarded. Do they still use the word retarded? I, I've been, I, you know, I think it's offensive when it's used the wrong way. But for, for the sake of what I'm saying here, you are retarded when you're angry. Especially if you are 51% of the population who has average intelligence. That's 51% of the human population. That's a lot of fucking people. So a lot of people get mad and they get so stupid that they're now walking around like mentally impaired individuals. They can't think straight. Everything that they do is done wrong. It's, it's, not, it's not normal the way that you're operating. So you can't do anything normally that a normal thinking human being would do, like drive a car. 
That's why there's so many car accidents, because people drive with rage, drive with rage. And now you're driving like you're drunk. You can't think straight. Being angry makes you stupid. That's why so many things happen throughout the day. That's why people kill people and say, oh, my gosh, I just blacked out because you were so angry. You went into such a rage that you couldn't even fucking think straight. Being angry makes you stupid. And a lot of people fall into that angry mindset and they stay there way too long. And now cognitively impaired is who you are. Stupid is now who you've become. All of your, you know, all of your ideals, all of the things that you think, the way that you operate in life is based off of stupidity. Because you have allowed anger to settle in you so much that now every decision that you've made was based in anger and you were making those decisions while you were impaired. That that's not good for anybody, not good for you, not good for the people around you, not good for the people's lives that you impact in some way. It's just not good. So we as adults have to be willing to look at anger. From a third person perspective, what does that mean? For one, all of our emotions are only meant to tell us something. So let's say you're happy. That emotion lets you know that you are doing something or thinking something that you enjoy. You like it. It brings you joy. If you're angry, it's kind of letting you know. It's kind of a alert, like, okay, I'm angry. Something about this situation is upsetting to me. Let me get to the core of this situation and find out why I'm this upset. And if you really think about it, when you're angry, it's not something that, it's not usually about that specific instance that you're angry about. It's, it's typically about something that has happened before. And now this instance is reminding you of something that happened in the past. Maybe it was a traumatic experience. Maybe it was something that is a, you know, a constant thing in your life. And here it is popping up once again. So now that it's popped up, you're ready to pop off because it's about the hundredth fucking time you've experienced this thing and you're fucking sick of it. So this one instance doesn't deserve that level of anger. And if we're honest with ourselves, most of the time that we're angry, like 99.9% of the time that we're angry, we're not that angry. Like we're not going to be at our tipping point if we have not experienced that situation before. There has to be a buildup for us to explode. You typically don't just walk around exploding or being so angry for no reason. You have to have a tipping point. Anger is meant to expose the trauma that we have to be willing to heal. Anger exposes where we need healing. So let's just examine it for what it is. Let's look at anger for what it is so that we're not walking around cognitively impaired. Okay, so we're not walking around with our brains shut down. We're not just 
babbling idiots, okay? We're not driving a car like we're drunk and can't think straight. We're not injuring ourselves and others. Anger makes you stupid and stupidity causes problems. You cannot walk around angry all the time and think that everything you're doing, every decision that you are making is the right one. That's why I knew that I had to work on my anger. I wasn't going around popping off on people all the time. But what I was doing was I was letting stuff build up and build up and build up and build up and build up that maybe I popped off or maybe I'm unable to even see a person for who they truly are. I can only see the bad in them. I can. And it's so to only see the bad in a person. Most people anyway. To only be able to see the bad in a person, like a hundred, but you think that person is a hundred percent bad, is to be blind. You're blind. If you can't see any good in a person, you are blind. Everyone has some good in them. And I'm not talking about like serial killers and rapists and child porn lovers or anything fucking crazy like that. I'm talking about normal people. Most normal people have good in them. So if you're unable to see that, whether it be with your partner, whether it be with a family member, whether it be with a friend you no longer talk to, if you think that person is 100% just bad and you get so angry with them all the time, then you are blind. And there is something within that person that triggers some type of trauma within you and you need to examine that what is in this person that I hate so much is it the person that you hate is it or is it how you feel about the whole situation like what is it what are you so angry about sit back take a look at it and examine it calm down breathe because when you're angry you're fucking stupid And I just wanted to point that out because, like I said, so many people walk around so angry. I'm from the DMV area. These fucking people around here are angry as fuck. Like, you can't even go in most stores and get good customer service anymore because everyone's angry. Everyone has an attitude. I work in real estate. It's hard to even do a transaction where people aren't like on edge and angry all the time. Like so many of us are walking around so mad all the time. It has to be exhausting. And then we look at the things that we do and we look at, you know, some of the decisions that we make while we're in this impaired state and the shit just doesn't make sense. We have to be able to look at our emotions for what they're for. Of course, we're going to be angry sometimes. Of course, we're going to be mad. We're going to be furious sometimes. Yes, but let's look at it after we calm down, after we figure out some ways to calm down. Then we can think straight and get to the bottom of why this person, place or thing or event or situation is making us this mad. 
or this angry. We can get to the bottom of it. We can heal it. If we can expose the trauma that is buried, we can heal it. But you can't heal trauma if you refuse to even accept it. If you refuse to accept it, if you refuse to see it, you can't heal it. And if you're walking around angry, you have to understand that that just means that something has to be healed. Something within you needs love and attention. Something has to be healed. So I want you to keep that in mind. I do, because I don't want us walking around crazy and crashing stuff and causing all types of problems that are unnecessary. That's why I consistently work on anger. And I've been doing really good. The last time I was angry, I came and recorded a podcast. I don't know if you all listened to my podcast. I forget what it was called, Men Versus Women, and how I went to that podcast to record with those guys and they were so disrespectful to me and I was so mad. I didn't go off or anything. I didn't, you know, raise my voice or go off on anybody, but I was pissed. And I wasn't pissed from that one situation. I probably would have been shocked had that been the first time I've been around guys and been disrespected, but it wasn't. It was like the hundredth time. That's why I was so mad. As a strong woman, who does not back down from, you know, conflict. I don't back down when I have a difference of opinion. I'm not going to argue with you. I stopped arguing with everyone other than maybe like Kirk and Bella. (laughs) I stopped arguing because there's no point in arguing. If we disagree, we're going to disagree. I used to have to be right all the time. There's no way I'm going to argue with the person to prove my point to them anymore. Like if I see that we're so totally opposite on our opinions, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to say, well, let's just agree to disagree. Or I'm going to say, convince me. Why do you feel so strongly? Let me understand. And then most of the time, if I can understand, I can say, okay, I can see where you're coming from for sure. I may not agree, but I can definitely see where you're coming from. Let's get to a place where we could just see where other people are coming from. Let's get to a place where we can understand where our own point of views are coming from. Let's look deeper at why we feel the way that we feel about certain things. And let's heal those insecurities. Let's heal those fears. Let's heal that trauma so that we don't have to walk around angry all the time, okay? But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this. But before I go, actually, before I go, what are some ways to deal with anger in the moment? One thing that I've realized is that breathing, deep breaths, breathe in on four, hold for four, out on four, 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 breathe in for four, hold for four, Breathe out for four seconds. Breathing solves most problems. I swear. They solve <laughs> outbursts. You know, you won't, you won't have those angry outbursts if you just calm down and breathe before you speak. Try the deep breaths and calm down. 
okay? Then, once you calm down a little, think about if you could be wrong. You know, just entertain the thought that maybe you are wrong. I know, it's so wild. Oh my God, you wrong, never. But let's just, for a second, consider the fact that you could be wrong. Even if you're not wrong. Maybe you're not. But let's just for a second entertain the thought that maybe you are. And maybe everything that you're thinking is just crazy because you're angry and stupid. Okay? And then the third thing when you're angry, think of a couple of things that you're grateful for that you wouldn't want to go without because sometimes our anger leads us to places and situations that we just don't want to deal with. Like if we curse out our coworker or our boss and we get fired, right? Like we crash into another car with our child in the car whom we love and adore, right? Like we get into a bar fight or something and then we go to jail and we don't make it home to our kids or something. Think of three things you're grateful for. The top three things that you're grateful for. After you have breathed, consider the fact that you could be wrong. And then three things you don't want to ever lose. Those are three things you could do when you're extremely angry. Another thing that we totally forget about when we're angry is what we're grateful for. The angriest people have lost sight of all the blessings that they have. Don't be like that. You could be anything. I always say this. You could be anything you want to be, but do not be ungrateful. Don't be ungrateful. No matter what you're going through, you have something to be grateful for. If you're able to listen to this podcast and hear these words coming out of my mouth, you have something to be grateful for. Guaranteed, you do. So don't allow anger to make you mentally impaired. Don't let anger put you in a retarded state of mind, okay? All right. So I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Also, you already know to check out MindsetMakeoverClub.com for all of your manifestation tools and all of my podcast listeners get 10% off of their purchase. Just use code MindsetPodcast and you will get 10% off. And of course, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit me up on Instagram at Mindset Makeover Club. You can also hit me up at I am underscore Amanda Lee underscore on Instagram as well. I'm pretty active on both of those pages, and I look forward to talking with you all very soon. Bye.